Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. Hello, my friends. JT DeVolts with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern. You know what that means. It's time to come together and talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And as always, the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you by flywithjt.com. That is flywithjt.com, where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan of Success, as well as stay connected to everything going on in the high altitude community. I am stoked, excited, and thrilled to bring you today's episode. This is something that uh, I've been working on for the past couple of weeks, maybe about a month now, and uh, it, it finally came to fruition uh, this past week. Um, something I'm very excited about, something I'm very proud of. Uh, but I think the reason I'm really pumped is that this is going to add a tremendous value, especially to the entrepreneurs, to anybody who's building their dream. I did an interview recently with two superstars who uh, went out, set some big goals for themselves, and accomplished those goals, and did it in the face of, you know, like, I want to say adversity, but they'll kind of tell you the story. So I did an interview with them, and I want you to learn from this, because if you are out there building your dream, there is no excuse for you not to succeed. I'm super proud, because the two people I interviewed are my son, Maximus, and my daughter, Callie. Now, I'll give you a little backstory on this. Max is in his first year of football. He's eight years old, so he plays football, and uh, his team had a fundraiser to raise money for the team. And so they go around, and very similar to the way the Girl Scouts sell cookies and things like this, uh, he sold cookie dough. So what it was is frozen cookie dough. They go out and take orders, and then um, you know the, the whole point was to raise money for the football team through the sale of this, of this frozen cookie dough. What's crazy about this is, is that they set some very high goals for themselves. They went out there and they did it in a semi non, uh, you know, conventional way, which you'll find out about here as you listen to the interview. But I want you to, I want you to kind of listen closely and, and listen to what they did and take away your own takeaways. And at the end of the interview, I'll give a couple of mine, but, uh, without further ado, here's my interview with my son, Maximus and my daughter, Callie. Okay, so I'm here with Callie and Max. Why don't you two go ahead and introduce yourselves? I'm Max DeVolt, and I'm 8 years old. And I'm Callie DeVolt, and I'm 11. Awesome. So the reason I wanted to interview you two was because I was so impressed with how you attacked this project. So why don't you kind of tell us what the project was? Why were we doing this in the first place? Well, I had a football 
thing, and we were uh, selling cookie dough so that we could get money. So it was basically like a fundraiser. Okay. And you got involved, obviously, Callie, right? Uh, yes, we decided to do door-to-door sales, so I took Max and did that with him. So what was cool about that is is that most kids on the team, they would do the standard thing where they would take the order sheet and they'd give it to their parents. Their parents would take it to work and just kind of leave it in the office, go around. So essentially the parents were doing most of the work for them. But you two had a totally different stance. Why didn't you have us take it to work? Well, you don't uh, go to work. We don't have jobs. Yeah. (laughs) We work... We work from home, right? So obviously we don't have a whole bunch of employees. But what you did is what was what I thought was really cool is you took the initiative to go around and go to go door to door. So talk about that because it was really cool. How many times did mommy or me have to tell you, hey, go out and sell cookies? Probably not like zero. Yeah, never, never. <laughs> never. never. Every time, every day you guys were so enthusiastic about that. So so why did you decide to go door to door? Why why would you do that? Because there's a lot of people and um I don't know. Well, here's the reason I asked the question because most people would be too scared to go door to door. It's very frightening. But you guys weren't scared at all. Why what was what was so appealing about it to you? Why would you be scared? Good question. <laughs> what why did you like it? What was it about it that you enjoyed? Well, you got to meet people, so, like, I, f- I figured out that I found a, a teacher that lived two doors down that uh, teaches at my school, mm-hmm. and um, you just, if there's ever another fundraiser, it'd kind of be like, oh, look, you're the kids who were, were selling cookie dough. Yeah, good one. Max, what, what did you like about going door-to-door? Well, I kind of liked that because I got to walk around with Sissy and I thought it was really fun to meet different people. So for you guys, what I'm what I took away from that was it wasn't just about making sales, it was about meeting people. It was about the whole experience. It was also kind of fun to like have something to do and to spend time together. Awesome. So you guys definitely, and that's one thing that I think is important is even away from sports or away from this project, you guys spend a lot of time together. You'd love to be together. So Callie, tell us how you did it. Like what was the, imagine, you know, like kind of walk us through, you go knock on somebody's door. How did the whole experience play out? Well, if they answered, then you would, then we would say our little thing, which was like, hi, I'm Callie and this is Max and we're selling cookie dough for the Kamiak Nights. And then if they said no, then we'd just leave them be and walk to the next house. And then if they said yes, of course, we'd take the the um, check and um, put it away so that we could give it to the football team later. But if they didn't answer, then I, we had this thing where I would write down their number on their house on a big slip of paper, on a piece of paper. So... Then we would walk to the next house, and then we'd have, like, by the end of it, we had this, like, paper that was, like, filled with numbers. Numbers and, of sales. Yeah, No, no, the numbers of the houses. Oh, the actual house numbers. <laughs> yeah. The gotcha. Yeah. 
And, like, we would just, like, the next day we'd be like, oh, these people didn't answer the door, so let's knock again. And then if they didn't answer three times, then we'd be like, okay, we'll knock them off our list. But, like, if they said, oh, come back later, we, um, we, we don't have our checkbook or something like that, then we'd have to, uh, we'd have to, like, write down their number also and, like, say, oh, come back on say, Wednesday or next week or whatever that they told so you us to. So you literally set up follow-up appointments? I guess, yeah. Who taught you to do that? Um, it wasn't me. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. You just you, you know figured what? that out on your own, right? Yes. I love that. Okay, so Max, you're obviously the football player. We're doing this for your football team. What did you say to them? You knock on the door. They answer the door. What would What was your sort of, what did you tell them? I said, hi, this is Max, and then Sissy would introduce herself, and then I would say, I'm selling cookie dough for the Kamiak Knights, and then we're, we're like, would you like to buy some? And then they would say yes or no, and that's basically like it. So you basically kept it simple. That's the thing I really loved about it. And yes. who came up with this script? Uh, we kind of both like just came up with it and then modified it as we went. That's amazing. So you didn't get any help from me or mommy or anybody. You didn't go through any master sales program. You just went out there and made friends with people. Uh, yes. Amazing. Okay, so here's the next question that I want to ask. And and I'm in, in some ways I'm kind of leading the question because I already know the outcome. And I want the listeners to be able to, to learn from it because they're, they're business owners and entrepreneurs. So... You made a comment just a moment ago where sometimes you'd knock on the door and you wouldn't get a response. And you made a note. You said, okay, this house, or they would say, please come back because I don't have my checkbook. Mm -hmm. So how many times did you have to follow up a lot of times for them to come back and say yes? Well, a few times we would come back and, like, they, they wouldn't be there at all. So it would be like, oh, well, they're probably not home. And then a couple times we'd come back and they'd be like, oh, I still don't have my checkbook or something like that. But... Um, one or two of the times, actually, there weren't a whole bunch of people, but we would, uh, knock and then they'd be like, oh yeah, you came back here, uh, we'll buy your cookie dough. A couple times, which was really awesome, is they like, I don't know if they felt guilty or not, but they decided to buy two boxes <laughs> of cookie dough instead, so, um, Yeah. Okay, so now here's the question I've been dying to ask because this was actually when you came home and told me this that first night, I was like, oh, I'm going to interview you too. Tell me about the mean woman, the one that told you you shouldn't be doing what you were doing. Oh, my gosh. I, it didn't really make sense. So we were um, walking, we were selling cookie dough, and we had just come back from a house, and this woman was getting her mail, and she's like, do you have a, a authorization? We're like, um, like a permit, right? Yeah, a permit. And I literally thought she was kidding for a second. Like, I thought she was going to, like, start laughing and say, I'm just kidding. I'll buy her cookie dough. But um, instead, we're like, um, no, she goes, and she said that we're not supposed to be selling cookie dough and that we should, because it was, what did she say? She's like, she said, like that. I can't, we can't buy, or we can't sell cookie dough without a uh without a license 
We couldn't walk <laughs> around doing it. Which is not selling. true, by the way. And yeah. she she told us to avoid the whole cul-de-sac in her house, so we just went past her house and did the cul-de-sac and got our second um, person who bought two uh, boxes of cookie dough. So so most people buy one box. Yes, This they person, do. which was the next door, after she told you to get out, don't go to the cul-de-sac, was the first person that bought two. Um, no, we had someone buy, like, one, and then we went a few doors, and they didn't answer, and then, yeah, she <laughs> bought two boxes of cookie dough. I love it. I think that's so cool. The other thing that's important that I want to the listeners to know about, but I want you guys to talk about, too, is one thing that was important is this was during your summer break, okay? So mm-hmm. Max started football practice in the summer. Everybody's still out of school. Most kids are out goofing around. They're taking the time off. But then again, people are still at work, so the people you're talking to still have jobs. But mm-hmm. you guys took it upon yourselves on your break to go do this instead of playing video games or goofing off. But what else happened? There was something that worked against you where you had one less week than everybody else, and why was that? We went on vacation to the, the coast of Washington, and so we're like, oh, no, we're not going to have enough time to do this and the goal was uh, 50 boxes of cookie dough so that Max could get um, the so like it went the, for each for each number like yes, if you sold 20 for, right yes you got a you got like a t-shirt yeah and then if like you that, sold what bag. was it you sold 30 you get a yeah. gear bag to put all your stuff in yeah and then when you get 40 you get like a sweatshirt and then if you get 50 then you get all three of them you get all the gifts and so you wanted to hit 50 but there was one more mark besides just 50 because 50 you get all the different prizes yeah if you what was the one that you guys hit ultimately well uh they a couple weeks later they said that we were doing a contest on which person could get the most uh cookie cells in the uh in this sales time. Right. And uh, we're like, oh, we're probably not going to get it. And, that, and then uh, when we were getting the cookies the, that practice day, uh, this cookie man said that we won in the shortest time of we all of there. the... That's amazing. Well, no. Because no, he, he, he was relaying that. that. But what's crazy oh. is... So the story is, <laughs> he didn't <laughs> he, say he that. He like skipped ahead like five weeks. Okay, so so here's the so Max's experience was he was actually at football practice when the announcement was made. But Callie, you were right there. So what did they tell you? Well, we're like getting our boxes of cookie dough, and like it's like a box for each type, and there's like seven types of cookie dough. So we had reached our goal and sold fifty boxes of cookie dough after like. Oh, we only had a week to do this because of our vacation. But everybody else had two weeks. Yes, they did. And um, our mom was like, well, who won? And he's like, the cookie dough man said, oh, you won. So we're like, oh, yay. <laughs> and the, the prize, I think, for winning was you get a choice of something so that you get two of it right so yeah. one either the t-shirt the sweatshirt the yeah. bag or whatever yeah right so you get an extra one right yes i think so and what did you choose uh i chose the uh gear bag 
Okay. And what are you going to do with the extra gear bag? Well, I I think I'm going to give it to Sissy because she was helping me along with the sales. That's so. an awesome way to use it. I didn't mean to interrupt. But I think that's great because it was a team effort, right? Yeah. And I think that's the part that was so exciting to me. So a couple of big takeaways that I got from observing you mm-hmm. is, number one, you were self-starters. You didn't ask for any help. And it's not that we weren't willing to give it to you. No, no, you were completely supportive. Yeah, but I just felt like it was cool that you didn't even really think about it. You just went after it. Two was you did what most people would consider the hardest form of sales, and that's face-to-face, door-to-door, cold selling. Meaning, mm-hmm. nah, with the exception of our neighbors, like you know yeah. them. But you were knocking on doors of people you had never even met in your life. And there you are, just two kids out by yourself. And let's be perfectly clear. I know that some people are probably going to turn their eyebrows up to this, but mommy and I were never with you. You were out there by yourselves, which we live in a neighborhood and in a part of the world where you can do that. So yeah. it's, it's safe. But you were self-starters. You did it on your own. You set very high goals for yourself. You said, okay, what's the maximum? Well, you can sell as, I mean, I guess the, the sky's the limit, but 50 was where you could max out all the prizes. So yeah. instead of saying, oh, let's sell 10 or 20, you set 50, which was funny because when the guy was initially talking about it to the whole team, he said, hey, we just want everybody to try to sell 20. And it was uh-huh. so funny because both of you were like, that's not even close. That's not enough. And you went after it. <laughs> yeah, and then the we got o- 11 sales on the first day. So it's kind of like after that, we were like, uh, we looked at each other and we're like, we're going to get more than 20. Why don't we aim for When you four. Yeah, when you said you were going to shoot for 50, I thought, okay, if any two kids can do it, it's you. You only have one week to do it, mm-hmm. so that's going to be a huge task. The other part that was awesome for me when you came back and told me that story about that woman being really rude, a lot of people, grown adults, would mm-hmm. totally have turned and gone the other way. They would never have even gone back there. <laughs> not yeah. only did you not turn around and go the opposite direction, you went face to, you went straight toward that cul-de-sac and then sold cookies in spite of somebody's negative attitude or limiting belief, which to me I think is just a real testament to you two and how awesome you are as, as not just kids but you like human beings and, and just amazing people. So that was cool. And then the biggest one is your teamwork. You guys work together. Callie, you were, your leadership showed through the whole time. You were super Thank you know, you. encouraging a Max. Max, your ability to say, hey, I want to do this with my, with my sissy, and that was really inspiring too. And I just think those lessons are important for entrepreneurs and people who are building their own enterprise. So whatever it is you're building out there, no matter what your business is, no matter what your dream is, take some lessons from an 8-year-old and an 11-year-old sales master. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Any last words you want to share with people? Um, <laughs> uh, no, sorry. That's okay. Well, thank you both for being here. I appreciate you. Thank you. I thank love you. you. I love you. So there you have it. The inside scoop on two very amazing young people who are creating success for themselves and, and loving what they're doing, having fun doing it. Um, They obviously set very high goals for themselves. They succeeded in winning the entire competition. Not only did they hit their own goal, but they actually won the whole thing, which uh, which was fun. But what I loved about it was is that they knew what they wanted. Uh, They didn't obsess over the over the target. They didn't obsess over the result. They just went about the process and really had fun. They built relationships and you see what happens when you do that kind of thing. So I hope you got some great value from that. And just know that whether you're 8 or 9 years old or whether you're 80 or 90 years old or anywhere in between, you can go out there and accomplish your missions. You can accomplish your dreams when you apply this kind of stuff that, the, that my two kids did, 
Hope you love that as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. It certainly was a lot of fun. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Looking forward to doing it again soon. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com. Download a complimentary copy of Flight Plan to Success. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.